Ryan and Lotte are attempting to explore the deep, ominous cave we call the vagina and towering obelisk referred to as the penis, attempting to shine a combined light on the treasures that hide in the dark. They are talking about this just how they would talk if they were on their own. It's just another conversation on the phone. Let's get direct, vulnerable and very specific and graphic. We hope you enjoy listening to Spill Your Guests. So, Rai, do you want to share maybe how um, you got introduced to public nudity, saunas, and what do you think about it? Like whether it's sexual, uh, sexual thing or more natural or, yeah. Well, well first, I think the first, the introduction was in New Zealand when you and you just ran into the ocean naked. I was like, okay. After uh, knowing you for like a week? Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah. um, and I did that too. And then we were with a, a, a friend of ours from France, and then it was three people naked. <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, then in Germany, it was, oh, man, it was the just a regular beach along a lake, just a bunch of naked, completely naked people hanging out. And then yeah, uh, or in Greece. Going and then Greece, of course, Greece. The nude beaches are everywhere where you see families, and there was no issue surrounding it. And and then the saunas, the thermal pools in Germany, where you're with hundreds of people and you have to be naked. Yeah, it's, 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 it's you're it's an you're, you're rule. not allowed. You're not allowed to wear textile. Everybody has to be naked. And at one time I saw the the because there's some people that work there and they wear clothes. Um, And have to chase around woman, people. <laughs> yeah, someone was being chased because he was wearing some textiles. It was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, yeah, so. No, that, it's just very is, liberating. And then it yeah. was even the most recent time we were there with your friend, our our mm -hmm. friend, and he was naked. And, you know, I was, he was lifting me over his head and, like, my penis was almost dangling on top of his head. And it, it didn't matter. None of it mattered. Because okay, so this this sounds weird. We should so they did that because that's a move from acrobatic yoga. So like an acrobatic move. It's, well, we did it's it basically in pool, yeah, yeah in, the, in the pool. Um, just because we were having fun. It's basically that move from dirty dancing. They were trying to do that, but they failed. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he grabs me from very along the hips, basically, and lifts me over yeah. his head. And in order for balance, you know, basically your penis is almost right above the person's head. Um, yeah. But it's Which just... doesn't happen with me because I don't have a penis. But yeah, I mean, and that's a friend I spend, I just spend um, a week with. And we, everywhere where it's sort of socially accepted or nobody says anything, we try to like hop in the water naked. Or we even did a little excursion around a lake in the sun And there was nobody around, so we just did it naked. I got a pretty badass sunburn from that on my boobs as well. <laughs> um, yeah, just, but it's with us, well, with him and I, it's not sexual. It's just because we enjoy being naked. We do it in a natural way. We exercise naked. Um, yeah, and, yeah I, and with us, I like that. I, I'm yeah. happy that you exposed me to that. Um, yeah, I mean, we do it, we do it too. Like, we just 
hanging out like Raya see me so many times just naked because I'm I mean I'm always naked I'm I always try to be naked as much as I can um but with us it's not it's not sexual most of the time but I mean it can be we were even talking about it like that is it too much like am I taking away the the exciting part about the nakedness with you mm. right remember we, we were wondering that but I think we both agreed that no it's it's not no it's just um the more you do it the more that wearing clothes feels weird <laughs> mm. like I'm not wearing a shirt right now I'm just sitting at home and I just typically don't wear a shirt at home and uh, I'm not wearing pants yeah. <laughs> if I didn't have a roommate, I'd, I'd walk around naked all the time. Without but see, that is not true. Because you usually, you don't like walking. Oh, yeah, because I like, I like the sensation of having underwear on. Yeah, but I meant yeah. if, if I'm going from my room to the bathroom or the shower yeah, or grabbing yeah. something, uh, it doesn't bother me to just walk around naked. But yes, yes it's true. I... I actually enjoy having underwear on sometimes yeah well uh, i just I, i i like being completely naked i just sometimes depends on yeah just depends on the circum circumcises no sorry circumstances circumstances um sometimes i don't like to sit you know and somewhere i wouldn't have pants on because yeah as i said vaginas can be wet and whatever i just don't want to leave marks but yeah i mean sorry you wanted to say something no i was just gonna say you grew up being naked around your entire family and that was yes. normal and i didn't grow up that way yes so i was i was raised that this was more normal and it was totally acceptable and yeah we would all like all run around the house just sort of you know everybody would be in whatever state of clothes they wanted to be um be at nudist beaches and stuff and yeah that was just that i think that's a really cool um side from my parents and i'm definitely very happy that they raised me that way um we we're also discussing that it's really interesting if if people are sun tanning without a shirt on for example and you have people in bikinis next to them which are like very sexual because they're almost showing you anything but they're really not, which is like this teasing culture. And But then somebody walking right past those people naked or without shirt on or um, bikini top, it takes away of that whole sense of um, yeah, teasing. Yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to yeah. all, all of that, that bullshit. And I think that's what the FKK culture in Germany stemmed from, right? Like Yeah, a, that's the free body culture. Um, yeah. Sort of like um, almost a way of protesting or, or, or putting everybody to the same level, like mm -hmm. um, the rich and the poor, you know, for the most part, I guess, unless they, you know, they have access to tanning salons and stuff. They're, they're you know, <laughs> every, when I, whenever, when everyone's naked, you can't tell the rich from the poor. Um, and Everybody's I think that, that's, equal, um, yeah. I think that's something that in Schindler's list, uh, they were trying to get across 
because uh, in the concentration camps they were showing that some they were rich and poor Jews and it didn't in the in certain scenes they were all completely naked and you couldn't tell who was rich and poor right they were just humans mm. um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what happens when you get to the the, the nude beach environment you're just like yeah we're all humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you don't see how much that person earns. You don't see whatever. But but yet, I mean, some people think it's very rude to them, like it's rude to their religion, or they think it's rude, like being naked around young kids. Or I mean, I also have to consider if I'm running around. Like there was this one, um, there was this nude beach in Greece, and. Uh, we were sort of lying there naked, but then this group of four or five youngish, which is probably bullshit because they're older than me, but sort of young men, I'm just going to call them like that, came and we moved away because we didn't feel comfortable, right? Like you don't want to trigger people that haven't been exposed to that because they're going to see that as an invitation. Whereas if I'm being on a nudist beach like that, this is no invitation from my side that you can have sex with me. And yeah. even even if I would be with friends and would be naked, or like with, with my other friend where I just mentioned on that trip, that's from my side. That's no invitation to have sex with me. And that's where at first I've had some confusion with that in some cases because – yeah, it is no invitation. But then it was like where there were men where you were even discussing with them the potential of having sex with them. And then you were hanging out doing acrobatic yoga and stuff like without a, with your boobs just hanging out and in, in just underwear. And it was like that might give them the thought the, that you're trying, yes. to say, trying to make a point with that. But otherwise, yeah, just going to a nude beach does not mean you're trying to say – Look at me, I want to fuck. Maybe wearing a skinny bikini is a way of saying I don't know what it is a way of saying. I don't know what I don't know what that is. But it doesn't work at a nude beach. It looks ridiculous mm. to wear a bikini. It really does. Yeah. And to go to you're the thermal so pools and be chased around by staff because you're afraid to take your top off in front of two hundred people, including little kids and old people. You just look ridiculous because you mm-hmm. brought you brought your your culture of shame into this environment where that's been that's been dissolved. Yeah. So yeah, I I think um, I think I really jumped into it um, maybe a bit easier than some other people would have because even your parents were kind of like, "You sure you're okay? Go to the thermal pools with." Yeah, I you're you know, with you, I went with you and your sister, and they weren't uh-huh. worried about your sister being naked in front of me. They were saying, they were saying to me, "Am I comfortable being naked with in front of all those people?" And hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I think so." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we practiced before. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another one of our sayings because that's what we always say about anything like sex and stuff. We're always like. Well, we're just practicing. practicing. Oh, we yeah, practiced for a that long took time. Away, that, I, that was actually good at the beginning. It was to say, mm. no, 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 we're just practicing. We're playing around. It doesn't mean either of us has to come or whatever. We're just exploring and stuff. And 
that puts you at ease a lot. I remember mm -hmm. like, oh, that's mm -hmm. a nice, interesting way to think about it. Mm -hmm. Or that I could touch you and play around with you um, without, yeah, without having to worry, like, if I need to make you come or something. Because I don't know if, if it's very, if it's very blue ballsy for you, um, then you would tell me because that's the thing. If, if a man gets played around with and they get teased and usually as I think, as I understood is when you got hard and then you might get soft or hard again, or you've been hard for a certain time and the sperm builds up and, um, but then you don't come then and you get the phenomenon of blue balls. Yeah, and it hurts. It's like cramps. It's like a yes, cramping and, and you sensation need, for a long time. And you need to release it with an orgasm. You need but to even, push the sperm off. But even if you're having sex and it goes maybe two, two three hours, um, that sensation can be the same. It can be painful to have the orgasm, and then it can be painful afterwards as well. So it's like uh, yoni massages are great, I just think maybe there's a point at which the yoni massage shouldn't go too long because the ejaculation might be painful. But then there's, you know, there's all different levels of it. Like there's, you can do a, the yoni massage where you, nothing comes out and you have a different type of full body orgasm. And we haven't explored that. And that's why we're looking into Tantra and stuff, but. No, but you had this, the, one of the first times you had this crazy, super long orgasm where it was just going on and going on, and you were looking at me like, what the hell's going on? Like, oh, I don't know, I'm just keeping going, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like um, it's like a, a body muscular, muscular contraction that just keeps going. It's like a, almost a, um, an uncontrollable movement that you do. Like the, the same movement you do when you're having the orgasm, but it just keeps going like an earthquake and then aftershocks, and it can last 10, 10 minutes. Yeah, you were pretty shocked. It uh, lasted for a very long time. And then I think that's the point where you can also have sort of emotional releases, like, I don't know, laughing hysterically or crying. And I, I think that's tied to if you do a long yoga class. And you have this mm. emotional release at the end. There's something there, and that's it's just I find that really interesting to explore that part of sex. Yes. Um we also mainly molded everything together, like we we also included the penis. So there there's one real um one real topic I have back there. So that's about because we've talked about vaginas and how they look like, right? So there's one other topic there. There's the shape of the penis, the size and foreskin, right? Yeah. Um, and in Germany, most penises are uh, with foreskin, right? It seems to be the case in Europe. I think so, but I've been, I've not have been exposed so much to that because for some reason, um, yeah, I also met a lot of people who were circumcised for various reasons. For, 
but they might have been circumcised like when they were teenagers, not as not when they were a baby. Oh, I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I, know, I have no experience with that because I'm circumcised and I never had any problems. I know, I know if you're not circumcised, maybe you can have, I don't know, similar to a woman having a yeast infection, I guess, you know, like there's more problems that can be happen under a fold, a fold of skin. Yeah, uh, I think it's harder to clean. At least that's how it looks like. Um, I always thought if I just look at them, I'm like, okay, do I have to treat them differently? Like, is it, yeah, do I have to do it differently? And then I was really surprised when I saw that if they're hard, it doesn't matter whether they have foreskin or not. Um, because um, a foreskinned penis will, um, because it's getting hard, the skin will automatically be pulled be lower and the <laughs> missing word there the oval the head the head the head is just going to show so you don't have to figure out oh well how's this going to be exposed it just naturally happens so i think there's the real difference is mainly with a non non-hard penis that you see the real difference but with a hard penis it's not that much of a difference. But that's where and, you could just use communication to figure it out and ask the person. Yeah. And yeah. I also think it's very, very good to see a penis which is not hard because it looks very different than a hard one. I think it's a weird thing to only see a penis when it's when it's hard to say, oh, like a penis that's not hard doesn't look good because that's the natural state of a penis. And and I still, you probably remember, like, I have a hard time sometimes figuring out whether you're even hard or not, like, to see it if you're wearing underwear or even to feel it, because sometimes, like, oh, you're hard, and you're like, no, I'm not hard. And I'm like, what the hell am I feeling? Yeah. Um, it's it's it, uh, confusing. It definitely changes uh, size all the time. Obviously, weather, yes. weather, um, yeah, if you have a cold shower, you know, take a cold bath, <laughs> oh my God, an ice bath, it, it turns sort of blue, and then the, the, um, the scrotum shrinks to nothing, it gets rock hard, and your balls are trying to go inside, and it's just like, it shrivels to nothing. And then, uh, you know, you take a hot shower and it, it might just be totally relaxed. Um, yeah, just hang there. As, as, as sort of being as out as possible for cooling purposes. Um, and then also, I guess, depending on how much you've ejaculated in the past week or so, depending on how much sperm it's producing, the balls can hang lower or be tighter. Uh, yeah. It's so variable. It's but so... the the yeah the variable is almost like the how how um how boobs vary they vary very much in how they look because it also depends on the nipple if it's hard or not and that's not the same as you it's not an indicator of whether a woman's horny like it's mean to say a woman would be just that it, she could only be horny if or 
that she would be horny if her nipples are just hard because that could be due to anything also like the weather cold air or whatever so i think they're pretty much there's a lot of um similarities between the boobs the way the boobs move and change um how they look and then the penis change how how they look but um you mentioned sperm right i mean what happens if if sperm just gets just sits in there in the penis and it's not I... getting released I don't know. We've had that conversation before where I'm like, Lotta, <laughs> my lack of sexual desire, it's got to be unhealthy. I should just masturbate, right? Just to get it going, like to keep it moving. So I, I have no idea what a healthy amount is. To get it out of there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or if it can just stay there and you can just not masturbate for like a month. I don't, I don't know what happens. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think your body tried to show you that it has to get out because you were getting random erections or random you would wake up in the middle of the night and just be hard. Yeah. Or it was, I mean, we had, this was, we're not going too deep into that, but we had a really, really bad phase. And um, it even, you don't remember that still, and it's weird. I feel like I raped you because... We had sex one night, and you you talked to me and everything, and you couldn't remember in the morning, but you were rock hard, and um and and we had sex because yeah we like I think you woke up and you're like yeah I'm hard let's let's have sex or something like that I can't really really no remember idea. no idea so your yeah. body was just like let's get this out let's get the party starting. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but I was also kind of stressed with the whole situation. <laughs> you know, usually I like it when you're not sleeping. Oh, but now I remember weren't. what you're talking about, because we, we generally weren't having sex otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that caused, yeah, that was a problem. Mm-hmm. But that's the body just saying, okay, buddy, we're designed to procreate. You can't lie next to a naked woman. <laughs> mm. And uh, we're, we're going to take away your uh, your inhibitions when you're sleeping. Because you can't control us. Just <laughs> having their own little life. But, <laughs> but then what I also find... <laughs> what I also find interesting is that you were talking about hardiness of, of a penis. Hard, is it hardness? Uh, yeah, hardness. Hardness. Um, and sometimes uh, the the problem is that I mean you're getting hard and everything and you're 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 horny but the blood flow is not perfect especially for example with you the blood flow is not great if you're lying on your back and I'm on top it can be very annoying for you because you're like you know I'm I'm getting soft it's not working very well because because of the blood flow so we just by chance because you were using this on something different on your body. We discovered a thing. Can we can we say it now or is I mean this is not this is not advice to do that. Definitely What's not. DMSO. Oh yeah, well that's I mean that's I would never recommend that to anybody. No, this is what I meant. Like, it's not recommendation. It just it was just interesting because you were using that on something different. And then you kept on getting those 
ridiculously hard erections just randomly and you're like i don't even know what's happening i'm not horny or anything so yeah, we just figured out it got your blood flow engaged it's a side and, effect basically but but dmso is is banned for the most part and considered oh. carcinogenic and it's not for topical use i don't believe but i don't i don't follow anything that people tell me to do <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's one thing. I mean, it gets into your bloodstream and it's it stimulates blood flow. It's like a it's a bit like a Viagra, but um, yeah, it could cause cancer for sure. Uh, yeah. But my, I was using it for uh, pain relief. Yeah, uh, for, for, for the an injury. Stuff. Yeah. So, but because I applied it topically on my shoulder or I drank it or whatever, it even just applying it topically, it gets right into the bloodstream. And um, and those bonus it gave you were crazy. Yeah, but I imagine Viagra, <laughs> Viagra going the Viagra route would probably be a similar boner. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But you you drank some too, and you said it didn't always work for us, but I think it worked once where you felt more. Yeah, it was it was getting all warm. Um, my vagina was getting, I believe, more more blood too. The 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 blood vessels or were. Well, that's the thing. You could also take cocaine. Finger. It's not necessarily healthy. You could take some some crazy stimulant. You could take you could take uh, methamphetamine or something, and then you'd be like, yeah, look at this. My blood's flowing. I've got so much energy. But, yeah. You know. But anyway, that's, that was just a crazy side effect of taking. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to recommend that. I just thought we would would share certain things. Oh yeah, the, certain it, things. It so. was crazy. It was crazy, and that's the thing. Yeah, I guess when I applied the MSO for the pain of the injury, I probably yeah get more boners or yeah end up masturbating or something because I'm just like, why am I horny? Oh, because <laughs> oh, I because I took some DMSO earlier for a whole different reason. <laughs> but you forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny and um, I mean the funny thing is we're not making this up for a podcast or anything right now As, I mean this is a podcast but <laughs> it's just this is normal random conversations we would have either via talking or or voice messages or, or, or writing I mean this is really us I mean we love to have these in person but we, uh, unfortunately we can't always have them in person so we sort of just communicating through every method we have but yeah I th this is pretty much what we're doing how we talk most of the time right yeah and if anybody's listened this long then um holy crap they see there's some interest i'm not sure it's like maybe it's like watching a car crash but i don't know <laughs> it's pretty random i mean we just jumped like if this was sex we would have just fucked it up because we would have jumped too much between every hole and every part there would have been no consistency <laughs> we didn't like build it up nicely and slowly but well, i think the there's thing. a lot of triggers in our conversation like things that could be triggers for people um yes so that's why like coming from an approach of humility and saying that no, it hasn't been perfect all along. Um, 
yes, there's a huge age difference between the two of us, and uh, that is opening us up for judgment and whatever somebody wants to think about that. Um, but 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 we have thought about that too, and we thought a lot about whether that's okay, whether that's appropriate, whether that's an issue, whether you're taking advantage of me, whatever I'm having some sort of, I hate calling it that way, but sort of older men issues, which are generally called daddy issues. We, I think we pretty much explored that. We've been open to each other and to ourselves about, you know, if that's okay, right? Yeah, well, I think... I mean, maybe, yeah. yeah. My way of dealing with it was to go directly to your parents and to each of them to say, just to bring it up directly. Like, yeah, this is me. This is how old I am. This is how we met. This is what I feel for her. Please tell me if you think there's something wrong here. And so if if anybody else has a judgment, I'm happy to listen. But I've if I've gone a, right to your family and uh, made myself 100% vulnerable to them, I think external judgments might just be reflections of in somebody else's insecurity that they might need to work on them for themselves. Yeah, I was just talking today about that because if somebody judges me or you, you know, they might be like, you know, I would have, you know, I never considered somebody younger because I thought that was inappropriate or something. So, you know, you you might have, um, and then they might judge you because like, well, I didn't do it. Why the hell is he doing it? Or, you know, like maybe that's wow. changing the whole system. I had, and as also, you know, I've had a problem with it. I had a problem with it for a long time. Yes, but I think you were more relieved when you were seeing that it wasn't that, you know, you weren't going for me for my age because you're also interested in women that are your age that are a bit younger than your age but like in a for the most part i've been with women or, or even older older yes exactly always I mean, yeah the women i've been with were always older than me and uh even right now like the women i've been with recently are older than me or the, yeah yeah um uh, what was I gonna say? About well, maybe maybe we should talk numbers here. Should we just? Yeah, I was gonna say, say how, how old are you? <laughs> so I'm born in 1995, and I'm 24 years old right now. Yeah, and, and I'm 37. Yes, and when we met, Rye was 35, just turned 35, and I was 21, and Late um, 21. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? I was pretty much mid Early? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh. and, and the funny thing was that I thought, because um, I, I read that Germans were only allowed to get a working holiday visa in New Zealand, which I knew he was on, I thought they would could only get them... Um, until they're 30 so I just assumed very ignorant that this was for everybody um, so I thought well you know worst case but that's not real that's not worst case I just meant 
that's just a saying, right? So worst case, he would be like 30. <laughs> um, but I, like, I Meanwhile, I was about... right at the edge of 35. Like I barely got the visa. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Because in exactly. Canada, you can get it till you're 35. Uh, in the yeah. Commonwealth. British Commonwealth. And then... And then you, I don't know if you thought about it, but um, yeah, when, when I told you your age, you were so shocked, I think for, I don't know how long you didn't even tell me how old you were, because you, you thought I would run away and be like, ah. Yeah, but were we, did I know your age the first night we were together? Mm, no, no, but holy crap, right? I did look very young because I was just growing my hair. It was super short before. So at this time, I was only somewhere between my ears and my 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 chin. Plus, I don't use makeup usually. And I just generally look quite young and innocent. And it's, this is one That's what's picture. so strange, yeah. Because yeah. before I was with you, I was, yeah, I was with somebody who was my age as well. Like, I never would have had a, a filter on Tinder or something that would go below. Like, right now here, it's like 31, I think. No, we would have never met. For many reasons, we wouldn't have met online. But I think what would happen is our hearts met at that day. But funny enough, when you showed up on that farm, I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to talk about this on another podcast or something, so I'm not going to go in, into any details. But <laughs> when you showed up there, <laughs> I, I think I told you that. I, I just thought with that woman you you were um, um, house-sitting for, I thought you must have been like her boyfriend or, or husband or whatever. Cause <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, but then, I mean, then you realized yeah. I was on the working holiday visa, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly." He's, yeah. he's 29. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it has been uh, very, very interesting. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's part of being vulnerable. It's talking about that kind of stuff. Wow, because you did feel so much, jeez. I know, I know. Because we did feel very judged by that and very insecure for a long time, and you would, you would feel very insecure. I mean, this is one picture. It's terrible. But for some reason, it just caught us in the worst case. Because I look like I'm almost underage, and <laughs> I just look super old for some reason. So he just looks like my dad, and I hate to say that. Yeah. 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 Well, that was part of why I kept running away and saying, no, let, we can't, we can be friends or whatever. And you, you just, you were constantly like, fuck you. And I was yeah. like, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And yeah, that's, well, that's when I knew the next step if had to be to go to Germany and meet your, your parents. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to do anything beyond, yeah, I did, um, especially because I think you said you showed them a picture of me and immediately they said, how old is he? Of so. course, of course. I mean, uh, if you just give the stats, 
a picture of the stats, of course you get comments. Um, and I mean, I was I was wondering too, like you know, if, if am I, what is he seeing in me? Am I really that? Well, that's the thing. We don't know if I, if am I more mature? Is Ryan more immature? Like, what is there? But recently, I think I don't know what it is. I don't want to assume anything like that. I just recently got from different people the feedback that this openness is very helpful. My directness, I'm, I'm quite direct. I'm quite open. I, As you might have heard the last over two hours that I'm talking pretty straightforward about these topics, I address fears, concerns, and if I... Um, yeah, if I do things wrong, which I do a lot, um, we do struggle a bit because I'm in the progress. I'm sometimes not at rise level, but I mean, as he knows, he's not perfect too. He's, he's struggling too. And, and I got that feedback from a lot of people sort of that, that in some cases I'm, I'm wise or I give relationship advice or yeah, I mean, it's, I get that quite a bit that people at first they sort of not really judge me for my age but I don't know they might just expect something different I don't know and then we get to talk and we get into a conversation and I can feel how they get more interested they open up they just change and um, that's the feedback that I do have to say something I mean just just a while back just before going to New Zealand I I didn't feel anybody, I just, that sounds so terrible, but just older than me wouldn't be interested in my life because, well, there was nothing else. There was there was high school or uni or the only high school, I think. And um, But if you're not limiting, limiting yourself to these topics, um, I do have a lot in common. And if, if I don't get the feedback from somebody that they're not expecting, accepting what I'm saying, and I don't get that much anymore, then I'm totally cool. I can talk about anything. I can get along with people whatever age. Because some people, I think, stagnate, and they don't make personal growth a priority. And, and you've done so much work on yourself on your own. I think if it was directly tied to me or some kind of influence or pushing you in a certain direction, it wouldn't have worked. But, you know, I've. I'm, yeah. I've you did heavily influence me, though. Like, no, I know. We but did. I'm trying to say that I. The, the reason that it's working really well for me now is because I saw that you took steps on your own. When all oh, yeah. I was doing was backing off and not saying a word. And you did that all by yourself. And then I'm like, okay, so she wants to head down this path. I'm not pulling her down a certain direction she doesn't want to go. Um, because until then, you know, I felt like the relationship had to end. And I basically felt like it had to end the last time we separated. So, yeah. again, it's not... We're talking about all this sexual stuff and all this, you know, we're so experimental, but it's like our relationship has been at the rocky edge multiple times. There's always ups and downs and there's so much times where it's heartbreaking. I mean, we're basically 
breaking up every time we we separate just from the feeling wise and we've been questioning this a lot we still don't have really have a goal in mind where we can end this uh, distance relationship that should be another um, episode though on the long distance yeah, yeah for sure yes 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 for I think sure. this episode is probably going to be cut up into multiple episodes to be honest it's two and a half hours we've been talking holy cow buddy there's a lot to talk about and i'm You're pretty sure we so haven't even good at podcasting buddy <laughs> coming from you i mean you've been in so many podcasts now terrible people no you're okay. good well you're just good to talk to i mean this is normal for us <laughs> no but we, definitely we do talk an hour on the phone easily about yeah. various things yeah it's like right we write in our diaries every day but you are my diary and i am your diary yeah, which is funny because most, like, technically, I wouldn't even have to tell you most things because it feels like you're with me when I do them because I think about you so much and it feels very connected. But it's still a different process of talking and then saying it out loud. 